I can say now, this is gonna be a long one so grab a cuppa or a tall cold drink lol. Well, it's been a really shitty tough month. Given how positive I felt looking at things overall last month, I seem to have just plummeted. Sometimes, I think when things seem too good, they generally are, I know I was still doing my weights, but wasn't getting as much time doing my cardio as I would have liked and from there, things have just gone downhill. Jess found a bug, not a colony of ants, not a beehive, a fucking bug in her bedroom, and that was it, she moved downstairs, by moved downstairs, I don't just mean slept here, she moved her entire life here, the PC, the Xbox, all her gaming accessories, all her shit. Now normally this is all in her own room, and as you may know Jessica's autism and hypersensitivity to water etc may recall her personal hygiene is not brilliant, this seems to now extend to her surroundings, she calls herself a raccoon, and for all the rubbish she eats upstairs it mainly gets dumped. I regularly try and persuade, beg, bribe to get her to tidy but it's rarely done properly and so once every couple of weeks I go in and gut it, which, she hates, which I do find understandable, she's 15, I'm all over her private space, and changing how she prefers to be surrounded. Of course being autistic, she hates change no matter how small. I've tried leaving it longer in the hope that she herself would get fed up but to no avail. So, now I have this teenager living on my other couch, her desk, consoles etc taking over about a third of my room, of course with her sleeping habits whether she's awake during day or night, this disrupts my habits, my free time, which I don't get a great deal of to start with is now down to zero. She wants to talk to her friends online, I want to wind down with a TV show or a film. Bearing in mind I work until the late hours, and most of her friends are in Canada, this means we both want our space at the same time. I tried arguing I wanted, I needed this me time, this tiny part of my day where I'm not having to do anything and can just chill, just for an hour or two for me. A few months back she had asked me if she could change rooms with Lee, which after discussing with him we had agreed, but then Jess changed her mind again so it didn't happen. Now suddenly she's decided she wants this room again now and won't go back upstairs until she has it. Fucking brilliant, the whole reason we'd agreed she could have when she could was Lee was coming down and could help me move his furniture out into Jess's room and Jessica's into hers. Jessica's response when I explained this and didn't have the time or managed to move everything on my own, oh well I'll just stay downstairs until he's back. Erm fuck no. So for the last few weeks other than moving to the toilet, she literally hasn't moved off the sofa. Having my own mental health issues etc getting a bit of me downtime is extremely fucking important in my opinion and after about a week of not getting it, strops and tantrums, and that was just me lol, because I want peace and the TV for an hour and she wants shits and giggles with her mates and things not surprisingly came to a massive head with a huge row and her threatening to kill me. It's now been weeks and it's had a huge impact on my mental health. Jess has been up late, I'm doing more for her because she's there in front of me and can ask constantly whereas normally she'd have to text or come down and ask, my sleep has gone from its optimum 4-6 hours to about 3 hours which again has been later and then I'm up and awake again because I'm so stressed out. She had already been getting slightly more clingy, and this has also worsened with her being downstairs, now she wants me sat next to her watching her play her games, which yeah, sometimes it's great and fun, and don't get me wrong, I love spending time with her but not all day every flipping day and we're now at the point where if I say I'm going to go get a shower or sometimes even sit on my couch I'm being accused of leaving her which makes me feel like a shit man. After about a week or so, I didn't have the energy to be lifting a shit ton of weights for weightlifting, then because I wasn't doing the weights, I stopped taking my supplements, 
which not only are good while doing workouts, but things like vitamin C, vitamin B complex etc., things that help energy levels, metabolism etc. So then I didn't have the motivation or energy to do any cardio. Also when I'm doing my treadmill, looking into this sitting room full of crap is not therapeutic lol. So then because my metabolism wasn't being boosted, I very quickly went back to my old eating habits, eating shit and going days before remembering to eat myself. Working out daily is like being pregnant, for a while there you wonder why the fuck you're putting yourself through this hell every day, but in the end you know why. You've just gotta get through those first tough few months convincing yourself it's gonna be worth it lol. I'd managed a good couple of months but then with Jess downstairs, feeling like I had no me time, no free time, no escape from this other human who demands a lot of my time and energy to start with, my energy levels went, my motivation dipped and my get up and go got up and fucking ran. Without my workouts even at home to give me that hour or two of escaping with my headphones on and music blasting, my mental health started to go downhill very fast. My eating and sleeping getting worse, my desire to escape increasing and that feeling completely trapped and stuck. I've always been a free-spirited kind of person and the idea of feeling caged with COVID anyways has had its problems, being caged with another person, well that's my idea of hell, no joke whenever you watch a film where someone's in prison and sharing a cell, I sit thinking nah, put me in solitary confinement lol, as long as there's no rats. I think this is one of the reasons I feel I can relate, apart from the good acting of Denzel Washington, to the film The Hurricane, I love most martial arts and boxing films but this one is one of my all-time faves of any genre. For those of you haven't seen it, he gets jailed for murder so he makes the decision to stop them having as much control over him as he can. He refuses all luxuries, lives by night, sleeps during the day, trains himself hard, knowing that they cannot take away his freedom as long as he has control of his mind, if they have nothing they can punish him with, they can't make his stay any worse. It's actually based on a true story of Reuben Hurricane Carter who was incarcerated for almost 20 years. That kinda runs along the theme of one of my constant mantras I try to tell myself when things are tough, especially when they are out of my control, don't let the bastards grind you down. After first moving back here, I ended up getting into a shitload of debt, for ages, this caused havoc for my mental health, then one day, on a good day, I rang every single company and put repayment plans in place, fair enough, I'll probably be paying them till I die, but I'm in control of them again, I say how much and what date each month. I used to get upset or worried because people didn't understand me when I am suffering with my mental health, I felt shame and embarrassment about it all, negative thoughts of, well what if they think I'm a nutter? What if they don't want to be my friend anymore? What if they talk about me behind my back? Etc. Etc. Until that one day when I made the decision to post on social media about my mental health, my illness, my conditions, what it actually meant both to me and in medical terms. You know what 90% of people were supportive, caring, understanding, thankful even, because they had mental health issues too and suddenly felt they had someone to talk to, and the other 10% well. They did think I was a nutter and didn't want to be my friend and did me the huge favor of getting the fuck out my life. Another lesson well learned, if someone has a problem with me, that's their problem. I can't control if someone's feelings towards me, I mean fair enough, if I've wronged you, by all means tell me and if I feel I've done wrong I'll gladly apologize and move on, but if they just think I'm a weirdo, quite often the case low or strange, yes thanks, or a nutter, definitely, crack on mate. I like being different. Now we, well most of it know what it's like when you've got a massive job to do and don't know where to start, so you just don't start, I think we've all been there at some point, 
and there's where I'm stuck ATM, I need to take down my shed, which is filled with the rubbish, but I don't want to pay for a ton of men and vans, just wants a new mattress, we could all do with one, so thinking right I'll order those, but then need to get rid of the mattresses we have, so again thinking well they can go and shed low. I know I'll probably get rubbish from Lee's room so might as well wait till I have chance to do his room before ordering a van, and then the sitting rooms needs decluttering and changing around to accommodate my new desk, so well I need to get Jess upstairs again before I can do downstairs, my desk is sitting half built in the sitting room with the computer chair unbuilt, because the hole where a bit needs to go is split so I need to drill a new hole and then it's all art lol that's way too much shit to do, so none of it gets done. That's when things start getting tough, and of course, the vacuum cleaner decided to die on me this week which did my head in and of course not just the vacuum but also my handheld one, with me, when one thing after the other keeps going wrong, things breaking, just downstairs, no space, it starts to feel like I can't breathe, so the last couple of weeks have seen me having panic and also anxiety attacks, wanting to just sleep all day and hide in my room, not wanting to face anyone or deal with anything and so everything starts spiraling and getting affected. So, these last few days I've tried to pull my finger out my arse, I rang the doctors, they rang me back today regarding my meds, because I'm so bad at the moment and I'm always really good and realizing my mental health state and when I need help, but I only got an on-call doctor who doesn't know me and refused to do anything, so I'll just have to wait for another app which will take about two weeks to get to discuss it properly with one who knows me. I rang social services who said for me to ring up my previous early help worker and see if we could get a referral from her and maybe get some support and help for me even short term. I spoke to the school teacher, who was going to see if anything they could do but with summer holidays from today, not sure I can get anything there. I've asked one of my closest friends who I know I can trust to help me without judgment to help clear the kids' rooms and get Jess back upstairs and get down here sorted, so I'm hoping once I've done that and feel like I've accomplished something and regained some normality, well what's normal for me lol, back into my life and feel like I have more control over my own time again, that should massively help how I'm feeling, doing this, writing down my feelings, getting it all of my chest is very cathartic. The last day or two, I've been using my carb manager app to track my food and water, actually making myself drink water and eat lol, and eat something resembling healthy, looking at keto recipes and photos of when I lost all the weight a few months back and reminding myself why I was doing all the workouts etc. So I'm hoping and praying that within the next week or so I'll feel much better. I've taken some extra time out so I can get three days to well as much as myself as I can get and then I have a few things on during August which again, I'm hoping will help me, if not. Can you get internet access from the psych ward low? Sorry, I know this has been a long one, but hopefully some of you will read this with my dry sense of humor and get a laugh, and some of you might read it and relate and realize you're not the only going through this shit. One day at a time.